This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Neve Cavanagh. And I'm Girl Farrelly. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Ta-da! Ta-da! Here we are again to solve the nation's problems. Yes. Even though we're not in any way qualified. We have no business yeah. doing this. <laughs> We've every- Absolutely none. I disagree. We have every business of doing this, but we just have no qualifications. <laughs> Welcome, listeners. Welcome. It's lovely to chat to you again. It is. Uh, the show where a Eurovision winner and a comedian meddle in your lives, <laughs> try to make it better. <laughs> or at least have some sort of comment upon it. And at very best, leave it the same. That's the best we can expect. <laughs> For God's sake, run but away. You just feel like you've got to rant a little bit about your problem. Yeah. And a safe space to talk about it. That's all we are. Yeah, but isn't it funny like how often that does actually help just ranting? Oh my God, yeah. I love a good rant. Nothing I like better than a good rant. The nicest thing in the world (laughs) is showing up to a friend and saying, I have a problem. And then they let you just, rant. they just leave you off. They don't get involved. They don't say, well, what you need to do is, they don't give you advice. They don't tell you how you should make it better. They just sit there and listen and sip their coffee. And you go away from that feeling, I've had a lovely day. Their morning is ruined. (laughs) Yeah, ruined. (laughs) I was going to say, how many friends you know don't get involved? (laughs) Because <laughs> in my head, I'm already racing ahead to see how I'm going to fix this. But actually, exactly. as I get older, I have discovered I'm actually quite happy to leave it where it is. Really? Yeah, I'm quite happy to say. You've become zen. You know, inside I'm going, you don't need to solve this. You don't need to solve this. It's like, you know, the way they say those meditations, you go into like the Buddhist thing. And that's me. You don't need to solve this. You don't need to solve this. <laughs> but inside my head, I want to solve it. That's not my meditation. Neve. Isn't that what's your, meditation. what's your meditation? The world is full of dicks. <laughs> the world is full of dicks. Everybody's a dick but you, girls. <laughs> Everybody's a dick. And it makes me feel better. You do feel better. I've just realised like, what that means. What? Are you saying that when I'm sitting here? <laughs> <laughs> Present company's always excluded. Oh, you, know, you say that. Yeah. 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 That's I mean, too but late. you know full well I'll be talking to someone else go, absolute dick. Everybody's a dick. Neve Kavanagh is an absolute. Do you know what though? What? I had a week now where I encountered some of the most unhelpful people in the world. And that's why, that's where our topic is this week. Okay. Unhelpful <laughs> bastards, right? Because, oh my God, did I encounter some. Okay. I'll tell you what happened, right? So, I, I've become an old man now, right? I need new meds, right? I had a sinus infection, right? Now, a sinus infection, I was like, we're not dealing with a sinus infection. It's the last thing I need. Okay. So, I went to the doctor, I was like, prescription, sort it, whatever it takes. <laughs> she gave me a prescription. I took one of them and then I left the country <laughs> without the prescription, right? No. So, I said, oh, no, the, last, the worst thing you can do is not... Finish, finish the prescription because yeah, I, I think taking one doesn't necessarily qualify. No, actually, starting. no, to be fair, I think it maybe I maybe took it for three days. Okay, and I even I was very careful. I did what they do, you know, like the old lady thing. You like you leave them on the microwave, like so you see them. <laughs> like, Mine is a little. Have shelf. I taken me tablets? I haven't. Then take a carrot. Good man. I was doing very well, and normally I forget, right? So I went and I went to Cambridge, and I was like, I can't believe I've done this, right? So I went into Boots. Right? Yeah. Boots. I'm naming and shaming. Boots. Uh, the chemist. Okay. Shower of bastards. Not the cat. Right? Not, not, <laughs> not the, the cat. cat. <laughs> do you know? No, not the cat. You're right. And do you know what happens? Every so often, I'll get an email from Boots. It'll be Boots the chemist. And I think, oh, here's a strongly worded. <laughs> do you live in hope for Boots? Send me an email. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if I got an email <laughs> telling me how unacceptable 
It is. Did you know when you named boots like that, you were naming them after a chemist? <laughs> we never, we didn't think of it. It was only after then we thought boots, yeah. But she's the good boots in this situation. Okay, of course. Boots, the chemist, are the bad boots. Right. I went in, I said, I have a prescription. It's for this, like, antibiotic. And they, uh, they like, they wouldn't give me any, obviously, because there had to be a prescription. And I, I accept that. Okay. I accept that, right? But what I was looking for was four tablets, right? And what I was also looking for was a way of getting them. This is the thing that pissed me off. Okay. They were like, you have still 111. I was like, well, I have an, I have an Irish mobile. It doesn't work. They're like, okay, well then what you can do is you can wait till tomorrow and you can make an appointment with Boots online doctor, but it will, and he said this, it will be very expensive because you're not NHS or from the, the UK. And he just wouldn't help. So I went into Superdrug because that's what you do, Neve. Okay. When someone pisses you off, you go, you go to the competitor. Right, go on. Yeah. And I went you tell them. And I said, well, Boots have been very unhelpful. Straight away, the ears prick up. Straight away. And uh, he, he was brilliant. He just sent me to a doctor around the corner. The doctor just gave me a prescription. Didn't even charge me. Good for him. For the four tablets. Went back. Bo- Super drug stayed open for an extra five minutes for me to fill the prescription. Rude. Now that's customer service. That's customer service. Now, boots, those shower pricks. The next time I have to go in there and buy a miniature mouthwash for three quid and not whinge about it that we're all just supposed to do because Boots is at the airport. All right. Yeah, I'm not doing it. No, don't. No more. No more. I'll go without. Okay. Rather than spend my money with Boots, the chemist. The alleged chemist. The alleged chemist. Shower pricks. You know, I mean, there's, yeah, Okay. I was furious, Nate. No, I, I can understand that. And, you know, there was a lot at stake here. Do you know what I said? There's a lot at stake here. Neve, I will not have you talk like that. <laughs> no, because your sinuses. You're being very sarcastic. No, I'm not being sarcastic. You're being very sarcastic. Let me tell you something. I am on levothyroxine because they took my thyroid out. Right? They took it out. They it's took in the way of her singing. I'm in the way of everything. <laughs> it was called, ex- <laughs> Neve went in an extreme shred. What's <laughs> one that need? Get rid of the thyroid. Get that out. Right. The thing about the, 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 the thyroid, it was getting in the way of my breathing. So we figured that that was probably a time. Anyway, so the thing is the thyroid came out. So then I became a proper grown up having to take tablets every single day. And recently... Like you, I arrived in. And normally the first thing I do in the morning when I take my tablets is I put them in because they're on the shelf beside me on, in I'll the kitchen. I'll pillbox, Neve. No, I don't want a pillbox. I don't want a pillbox. I do not want a pillbox because somebody's <laughs> already bought me one with the days of the week on it and I gave it to my husband who doesn't even know how to use it. So that's the end of that. I only take two tiny tablets every day. And so normally my regime is I get up in the morning, I take my two little tablets with my pint of water that's so keep me very healthy in general. And if I'm going away that day, the first thing I do is I put them in my bag, right? Okay. Because otherwise this happens. I arrived down into Dublin without me leaving Thoroxen and I was there for five days. And I'm not saying I would have died if I didn't take it, but I, I wouldn't feel... I was just going to ask, what's the... What, I wouldn't feel what great. What we expect side effects wise? Well, <laughs> let's say your thyroid runs your metabolism, your thermometer in your life. Okay. It's like the central hub for a lot of hormones. So, right, so it's going to get gonna nasty for a lot of well, people. Well, you're down for an agony rant <laughs> <Yeah>. record. <laughs> it's going to be... The first question I'm going to ask. <laughs> best, person, best part of all this is I was staying with my ma and my ma also has to take levothyroxine. So, oh God. we shared Swapping that moment. Tablets. So then the next time I came down I had to bring her down to tablets to replace the five that I had to take. <laughs> 
So you're not old until you can swap tablets with your ma. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But God. anyway. Yeah, no, but actually, I totally get your frustration though. Because the the blue, t- or so the red tape, just... Yeah, well, it's like, I as I said, as I said, the worst type of person or institution is one that can help and chooses not to. Oh, the band I'm in, they're the most unhelpful share of bastards when I'm on stage. <laughs> Mostly my husband, I'll be honest with you. Right? Go on. Right, so here it is, right? I love my husband dearly, right? But he has no filters, especially after the stroke. Actually, whatever okay. little filters he had were removed by the stroke or else his responsibility to it. I think he's using the stroke as a, an excuse, but let's let's say that's where he is. They don't have any problem pointing out if I have a spot on my face right before I go on stage, which is exactly what you want. you know. And believe me, if you have a spot big enough for them to spot, you already know about it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's an old band. Now, in fairness, the average age. And yet, when I'm on stage... Sometimes I'm very, you know, you know how interactive and wonderful and all I give my all when I'm on you stage. You do give everything. You leave it all on the floor. Right. But what happens is I sometimes have a little bit of mascara or eyeliner that kind of comes <laughs> down here. Not once would they ever say during the gig, you've got a little bit or anything. No, no, no. They'll point out all the flaws. Right. Before you go on stage. But on stage, the on mascara stage. is running and they don't mention it. Why would they not tell me? I come off stage sometimes and I go, what the jays is going on <laughs> with my face? Why would you not tell me I look like a panda? <laughs> no. No. When it suits them. When it suits them. Absolutely. So talk about unhelpful. <laughs> unhelpful. Bass. Now, the only thing I will say, you know, I usually point out on stage what annoys me about them when they haven't ironed their shirts or when <laughs> <laughs> well you see that's the cycle of abuse Neve. that's I not know. people being unhelpful that's just that's a, that's very much a tit for tat that's a paramilitary experience is what's going on there <laughs> that's very dodgy you say that considering we're a cross-border conversation <laughs> the cross-border band we don't we don't band. we don't bandy about the paramilitary conversation very often up north it's not a thing <laughs> I well I actually would consider myself a helpful person right yeah. <laughs> Have I ever been unhelpful? No, you're amazing. I'm only joking. Thank you. Very helpful person. <laughs> Do you know what? I had this experience recently, right? Where myself and Steve-O, who was doing support for me, right? Oh, yes. Okay. We Stephen Mullen, very funny comedian. Check very, out. very, very funny. We were on our way back from a gig in, um, oh God, who knows? What? Port Leash, maybe. Okay. Um, so we're on our way back mm-hmm. and we saw the Golden Arches, oh. right? The golden arches. We're not getting paid for this it's advertisement, are we? to resist when you see that big yellow M. So we're like, well, we have a little McDonald's. Let's have a little McDonald's. So what's your, what's your cheeky, che- what's your cheeky late night McDonald's? My cheeky late night McDonald's. Like if I'm going bananas. Okay. Right. I will get a quarter pounder cheese meal with a side of nuggets. A side of nuggets. Yeah. Okay. Now, sometimes what I do is, right, I will say to myself, start with the burger and then have the nuggets. Like, sometimes I'll replace the nuggets, replace the chips with nuggets. Okay. So, you're getting more protein, is how I swear. Sell that to myself. (laughs) (laughs) You know, for building muscle. The level of self-delusion here. (laughs) So, what I I, I always do is, my rule about McDonald's is you eat the burger first, and then, so if you're full, then you won't eat as many chips. (laughs) Because it's a, you know, saturated fat and Let's be honest, the chips are nothing. (laughs) Well. There's like air in those chips. I know, yeah. The chips are not great now. Yeah. To be honest. No, I love it. You see, if they're really super hot. 
Yeah. Now, if they're cold at all, the hot, see, yeah, I start with the chips because I want them hot. Yeah. Uh, but here's the, th- I did a little trick years ago. I stopped buying. A Mac trick, if you will. You will, but it's hard to sell it at that time of night, right? Because <laughs> I used to go up and ask for a happy meal. So I'd get a small chip and a small nuggets. <gasps> And a small, well, I always got water or orange juice, so I don't, don't really get the carbonated drinks. Go Cause, on. Because, you know, nowadays they all melt in your car if you yeah, don't drink do, them yeah. straight away. Yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> so anyway, this is going on. And, and and then you get the sauce as well, if you get them, didn't make them Yeah, I get four sauces. Uh, hello? Sweet curry, barbecue, sweet and sour. And what's the fourth one? I don't know. Ketchup, probably. Anyway, so it's like, it's like a, I don't know, I don't get those. It's sweet and sour sauce for me all the time. Anyway, so so I get the Happy Meal. So I get just enough a soup song, four nuggets and the few chips, small chip. And then I buy the burger separate. Oh, do you, and do you buy the burger off the and, Euro Saver meal? And financially, that's cheaper. But also, see, in these crazy times, but actually more importantly... <laughs> You're not eating all the shit of the day. But I, I, I'm not a big fan of McDonald's and uh, maybe I'm not sure me saying that. What I really love and there's absolutely no uh, virtue or benefit to it at all is the hot apple pie. The hot apple pie? Yeah. Do you know that that's where you start when you when you start at McDonald's? Making the hot apple pie? Yeah, is that you, why it's not available a lot of the time? Yeah, it's pie and filling. <laughs> that's what, no, it, do you know what it is? It's because they take the longest to cook. Yeah, well, naturally. Like the, the filet and the the pie because they're frozen all the way through and they I, go into I forgot oil. you have insider knowledge. I know, yeah, I worked in McDonald's. <laughs> you start on a pie and filet as the station. Wow. Yeah. So they cook the fish and the pie in the same space? No, but they have different oils. They better. There's apple oil in the They better. Oil. They better. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I was on pie and filet for about Three years. <laughs> I couldn't take stress back then. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't be on a couldn't couldn't be on a Big Mac station. No. No, I wouldn't have been able to take the stress. No, I wouldn't. Too difficult. No, I would say. They actually then they took me off the tails and they put me into the cash out. Do you know what? They took me off the tail because they said that I didn't have the personality for customer service. No, well, I mean, <laughs> very far sighted of them. <laughs> And they didn't even know you after three years. And I was stripped of, I remember, I'll tell you how it happened, right? They stripped you? I'll tell you what happened. Now, to be fair, I did throw a diet sprite over a woman, right? Uh, But (laughs) they stripped me of my personality badge because they said I didn't have the personality for customer service and then they put me in the cash office. Grown Farley, I can't believe that. It was the small sprite and she vomited on her tray. She vomited on her (laughs) tray? Yeah. That's... Why did like, I never heard this story? <laughs> it was a very rough McDonald's <laughs> meal. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was because um, it used to it used to stay open until like four in the morning. Oh yeah, on O'Connell Street, and like people used to be absolutely hammered. And then this woman came in and was mm-hmm. giving me dogs abuse. And then when I eventually got her the thing that she'd been screaming at me and calling me names for, <laughs> she threw up on her tray. So I just lost the head and I threw the regular sprite over her. <laughs> like that'll sober you up. She threw up on her tray. Yeah, I mean, it was it was messy. Oh. And that, yeah, I remember, like, even, I remember even when I, you know, during the fallout, I remember thinking, is this the dream girl? <laughs> <laughs> Are you reaching your full potential? <laughs> Not sure I am. <laughs> but anyway, I stayed for another two years, kept money you. in the yeah. office. <laughs> Well, actually, I don't see this as a lot wrong with that. Yeah, but fine. Um, no, but back to my story okay. about me being really helpful, right? Right. So myself and Steve-O, uh, we were at, we went to McDonald's, we had a little drive through mm-hmm. We were sitting in the car, having our meal, 
because it was late. Like, right, it, wasn't, okay. it was closed. It was just okay. drive through open. It was late. Having a lovely time. And then all of a sudden, there's a rap on the window, right? And it's two girls, right? And they were like, oh, hello, how are you? And um, they were like, ah, oh, we saw you with Joanne, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, so they were chatting. I was like, oh, grand, yeah, yeah. Well, very nice. But I was like, you know, I mean, I got the fright of my life. My McNuggets were everywhere. I know. Um, and you were kind of over it. Yeah, but I was just kind of like. And how far was the Golden Arches from the venue? Oh, we were nearly home. Did these people follow you? No, no, no. They, we, they, they just happened to be at the same McDonald's. Oh, right, at the same okay. time. They weren't so just they, at so the So they gig. saw me in the car. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't follow me from the gig. Jesus, no. <laughs> so I was just like, There'd be okay. more than McNuggets flying out <laughs> But I was just like, this is a bit weird. How do we wrap this up? Okay. Because okay. I'm still in my car. Yeah, I know. There <laughs> is know, no, there's no natural end to this. Yeah. Like, how, right, lads? I've, I've, I've <laughs> chips to eat. I'm not driving away anytime soon. <laughs> I have visions of the window going up slowly. I know. I mean, I was tempted. I was like, how do we get out of this? <laughs> And then they said, w- would you mind if, and I was like, oh, they want a selfie. Like, so I was like, "Grand, we'll do a selfie. And she said, would you mind if you could give our car a jump? <laughs> That's what people want from me. I'm far too relatable. So I had to get out. <laughs> we had to, I had to drive my car up to theirs. And then a woman, she was very proficient. She had her own jump leads. Oh. That's the sort of, that's the sort of person that goes to see Joanne McNally. <laughs> a woman that knows what they're doing. Yeah, but the problem with that Jump is... Jump leads in the boot. Well, she got out. <laughs> I'm I not saying I ever thought that. She had my bonnet open. Yeah. She had, like, the jump leads attached. And Before you know it. Done and gone. Did you feel violated? <laughs> I felt... <laughs> did, you, did you feel like she used you in some way? Well, I, I kind of... At the end of it, I felt... I'm not really sure what happened there. <laughs> and I'm not sure if I can make the better of it. Because yeah. the other way when somebody meets you and tells yeah. you you're wonderful and wants to, you know, take a photograph, you kind of feel... Yeah. You know, okay, it was, you know, I feel a bit good. I feel a bit doing something right in the world. But I came away from that situation going, I'm not sure. Like, uh, listen, listen, I'm not sure if our car hadn't needed a jump start, would you have bothered of saying hello? <laughs> Attention, Agony Rants listener. I am on tour at the moment with my show Glamour Hammer. Most of the dates this side of Christmas are sold out, but we are adding a lot more right now and I will be going everywhere. There are tickets available for Nall, Port Leash and the Everyman in Cork and we've added second nights in Limerick, Wexford and Portleach. Uh, we've loads more dates to go on sale including dates in the UK so if there is somewhere you would like me to go send me a message and let me know because I'm very flexible. Oh wow. Well, flexible. I haven't seen that yet. Wherever two or more people <laughs> meet I will be there to entertain. You can get tickets uh, using the links on my Instagram bio or on my website. Lovely. So, love to see you there. I have it on Google's already. He's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Neve, a lot of people have been asking me how I get my physique, right? Uh, Brownies? Uh, (laughs) Neve, I will leave. (laughs) No, don't leave. I will walk out of this studio. Don't do it. I have started my fitness journey. Well, again? (laughs) This is like the third thing. Dave, a journey is a journey and it takes a while. Okay. okay? So I joined F45, right? Oh, right okay. um, which is a gym. Uh, it's a group of gyms in Dublin. Okay. Uh, they have branches all around Dublin. And I have to say, it's working. Oh, really? I well, don't hate it. I can see. I can see it's working. <laughs> he said. That is very kind. I don't, like, honestly, I don't know where it's been all my life. It's like high intensity functional training that you do as part of a team. Oh, okay. Right? Now, you know me in teams. Not for me. <laughs> I, not don't know. For me. I don't know. I'm not a team player. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you do, it's actually great because everyone's working at the same time. Yeah. And the exercise that you do is adapted for all 
different abilities. So you don't feel the judge. Like, yeah, so yeah. nobody's judging you. Oh, that's Like, great. it's absolutely brilliant. And whether you want to achieve a specific goal or whether you just want to start training, F45 can help you. Okay. The best thing, now this is my favourite thing about the whole thing. Okay. You are in and out in 45 minutes. Oh, good. There's no, like, this, today it was 55. It's like, you start at a specific time, you are walking out the door 45 minutes later and you've done a good workout. Do they do that thing, you know, five more? And no, oh. they don't. There's none of that. Oh, well, then I'm no, straight. There's no messing with your head. And <laughs> they're also really positive. Oh, great. Like I like are, that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I got yeah. a high five coming out the other day. Did Trailed you? Trailed with myself. Oh, my Trailed. goodness. Yeah, absolutely. High five. Do we need to do that at the end of this now? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm a bro now. You're a bro. I'm a gym bro. <laughs> like, it's a really friendly place. And I always think gyms can be very adversarial. Oh, well, and of hostile. Course, Downright hostile. And I am always the worst in the group. And I don't feel <laughs> terrible about it. Amazing. Yeah, they're absolutely lovely. So don't waste any more time. Get started today at 45. We are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you would like to support us and the show, you can become a member for as little as five euro a month. And in return for that, you will get bonus episodes from us and from all of the shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network. To subscribe, you can head over to headstuffpodcast.com. This week, we are going to tell you about another great show on the Headstuff Podcast Network called Sissy That Pod. Sissy That Pod is a podcast which discusses all things drag race. Uh, The show covers every season in every franchise of RuPaul's Drag Race and it's hosted by Keen and James, who within 24 hours of an episode of the show airing will have their take on it ready for your ears. Here is a little clip. Come on, Sissy That Pod. Let's get... Sickening! Are you a fan of the Emmy award-winning show RuPaul's Drag Race? Do you think about Roxy Andrews at the bus stop? And do you belong in Party City? Well, Sissy That Pod is the podcast for you. Join me, James, and my co-host, Keen. Is there something on my face? As we chat weekly about the runway realness, sickening shade, and backstage buffoonery. That's right, whether it's new episodes of Drag Race US, UK, or All-Stars, Sissy That Pod will spill the tea with a new episode for you within 24 hours. So make good choices and subscribe to Sissy That Pod from the Headstuff Podcast Network and we'll leave you gagging on our eleganza. Now, let the music play. Neve, we've got a problem. <gasps> do we? We do indeed. Okay. Okay. Hey, Neve and Garode. Uh- I have a problem. Okay. Please keep my name out of this for the love of God. So, a few weeks back, I matched with a fella on one of those dating apps. And we started talking and hit it off. Chatting and texting for a few weeks. He said he was looking for a new job. And I told him, you'll get the perfect job, I'm sure. To my absolute horror, who shows up at work a few weeks later for his first day at his new job? But himself. I didn't see that coming. Did you see that coming? (laughs) Don't you patronise this man. I'm not patronising him. I just love this man. Go on in here. This man, this, this man <laughs> sent this, <laughs> sent this problem to everybody I know, <laughs> to get I, this in. I, I want to say for the record. We need to help. I was so delighted he sent it to me because actually people don't generally send it to me. They send it to Garode or to Agony Rants. That's because Neve goes on Instagram once every six months. And I very proudly sent it on to Agony Rants <laughs> at Gmail thinking, this man sent it to me. And then Garode casually said this morning yeah. I sent it everywhere <laughs> sent it everywhere I'm surprised we didn't get a handwritten letter of this arrived at the studio <laughs> I was devastated you could have let you could have made me feel special for a little while <laughs> I know I should have go on anyway but sometimes I just like to hurt you keeps it in her toes <laughs> 
To my absolute horror, who shows up at work a few weeks later for his first day at his new job but himself? Oh God. We didn't say anything in person at first. But he would be very friendly, possibly even flirty, over a group Microsoft Teams oh, chat. It's like a Hallmark movie. Putting it out there. <laughs> yeah, love it. Where my also gay manager said jokingly to me, get a room. Oh, I love it. The free song. <laughs> <laughs> Things changed a few weeks back where we had a drunken kiss oh. and then in brackets or two <laughs> or maybe on a three. night out. Yeah. I think we all know what happened there. <laughs> I'm in HR and he's a manager. HR? How did that boy get his job? And this ma- this <laughs> this HR guy's manager was saying get a room. Oh. It's, there's, very, there's very loose HR policies going on here. <laughs> we don't interact much in work, but outside of work, we are very friendly. I know it's bad to mix work and pleasure, but it's also how people meet, right? Like my cousin and her husband included. <laughs> Any advice is much appreciated. Thanks a million. Love the pod. Well... I'm going to tell you, <laughs> that ship has already sailed. I know. <laughs> you're not looking for I advice, know. you're looking for affirmation. Yeah. It's <laughs> permission. That, it's, yeah, don't ask permission, ask forgiveness. Yeah, you're looking for permission from your mommy and daddy here. And, yeah. and we wholeheartedly give it to you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Look, are you breaking a million, you know, workplace policies, workplace etiquette? Probably. Yes. I mean, probably. No, but are you but, if you're not doing it in work? Like, as long as you're not doing it in the store I mean, cupboard. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to say nobody provides <laughs> in work, but judging from what we've received <laughs> in the mailbag, actually, it's a hell of a lot more common than we first thought. There's a lot of public <laughs> but that's toilets. a lesson for all of us. <laughs> yeah. um, look, you meet, you can't control where you're going to meet. No, today, right? no, I know. But I think what you need to do is, right, decide, is this worth it? Is this a relationship or are you just, you know. Having, having the crack. Having the crack. And if you're just having the crack, then it's probably better to. Even even that if that's the case, you need ground rules. I think especially if you're going to be in a common space. Ground rules. Like a safety word. Yeah. No. Why did you go there? You have to be, you have to have ground rules in most relationships. What, what? You've lived a very different life. Anyway, so you have to be upfront about how it's going to go. Right. Yeah. In other words, I'm not saying you need to get serious because that's not what I'm no. talking about. What I'm talking about is you have to say, right, in work, we're just going to be who we are. That's fine. If this goes tits up what afterwards, we have to have some sort of strategy for not killing the bejesus out of each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so the thing is, if it's going to be serious, then that's a different conversation. But it feels like it's flirty, fabulous, lovely, exciting. Just, yeah. just be careful where you kind of show your loveliness you know, don't, don't bring I would it say into the keep space. it out of the office. Yeah, like, with I mean, 100%. And, and even if you're friends, even if you're close friends with people in the office, yeah. just don't tell them. No. Because keep... then it's a thing. Like, yeah. then it's something that's, that there's gossip around it and then there's, there's, there's expectation and there's pressure on it. I absolutely love the fact that Grode thinks that they don't already know. I know. I mean, he's probably told everybody. <laughs> I mean, he's told, the, you know what annoys me, right? I'll tell you what annoys me. He's told everybody except us. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, he's, I mean, he's so light on detail here. Like, we've been chatting and texting for a few weeks. Come on. You've been whacking nudes at each other every <gasps> night for a fortnight. Good. That's what that is. Girl, that's not a oh, thing. Oh, come on. It totally is. Okay. And then, like, he was looking for a new job and you said you'd get the perfect job. Like, so obviously there was a lot of flirty going on, right? But then they didn't meet. So I think what happened here, right, was the first time they met each other. Now, I'm, this is just my own surmising here okay. was when you were in work so that was the first time you saw each other 
Yeah, but you know yourself online sometimes. You're not very clear about where you are in the world or what's happening. No, I know some of the apps, <laughs> they tell you exactly where you are. But what I'm yeah. saying but what I'm saying is, you know, you're kind of vague <laughs> Which about Which is very it. handy if you're looking for a gay man to ride yeah. or if you're looking for a gay man to murder. <laughs> That's what always made me nervous about them. <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly along. You know, what you say to my absolute horror, there must have been a moment where you thought, oh God, is this a conflict of interest or have I been unknowingly been involved in it? But actually, there's no horror involved in that. How lovely if he's presented to you. Like, there's a little bit of fate involved yeah, in that. and also, it's it's always been exciting, you know, to somebody in work that you're, it's, you know, It's bit. lovely. I love a little flirt. A little flirt is lovely. Yeah, I love it's a little lovely, flirt. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I've been married a long time, so I've that's not a thing. work but... flirt, have I? Have you not? No, I don't think so. <sighs> I create them in my own head. <laughs> Oh, I mean, oh yeah, I do that. Yeah, like, yeah oh, come yeah. on. Like, they're like, oh, mad about me. Come on, there's a little moment. Like, Where were we? Myself and Joanne were somewhere. And, oh. Um, oh, we had a tech manager who was just delightful. Oh. Can't remember where. I mean, love it. But like, it's just a minute of like, <gasps> hello. Well, well, well. Like oh. normally go in and we're like, this is how we're doing things. And we were like, oh, tell us what we should do. We don't know. Is this a microphone? Oh, both of you. What end do you talk to? Both of you, both of you felt that way. He must no, have been, was he was me. pretty Joanne's amazing. Quite cool. <laughs> you know, but... Th- Let's be honest, there are those techs. Have you? I, there was a tech I worked with years ago and the men and women were mad for him, were dying for him. Well, you see, here's what happens with tech people, right? Mm-hmm. Is they're always very prepared. Oh. You know, they always have like, you know, the carabiners with like, you know, loads of rolls of tape hanging off them or, <gasps> you know, or they wear like the Snickers pants. <sighs> Stop with the with Snickers. Like the, Stop with the Snickers. You know, like the... <laughs> We um, will be known as the Snickers like, people. Do you, like, do, do you need the cable replaced on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always have that. gaffer tape. I yeah, they always have gaff tape. Do you have gaff tape? Of course they do. They or some leather pockets. Or some cable ties. Cable ties. <laughs> yeah. Is there any chance you could wind up that microphone lead for me, please? Thank you very much. Aren't you an absolute delight? And they know how to kind of charm you a little bit. And I didn't realise this. Oh. And it was a woman that told me this and showed me how to do it. Oh. There's a special way to fold up a microphone cable. Oh, there really is. There really is. Because the other way, because the other way sometimes you pull it and then there's just this knot in the middle of it. It's the special way that you have to turn your hand mm-hmm. when you're when you're looping it so that it it, it comes away from the top. <laughs> I feel we're getting away from the problem here. We're getting away from right? the problem. Come on, come on. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? I think this is all good. I feel yeah, it's, I all it's all good. I think you're concerned that there's a conflict of interest. The only conflict of interest is, is A, if you hired him, or B, if you are in, if he's a manager in your space or vice versa, that can be quite difficult, you know. But if you're both in different departments and the company's big enough and you can just see each other occasionally across a crowded room, but outside you can have the crack. Just, Honestly, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. As I long as it doesn't, you don't bring it into work. Yeah, I would That's say a, yeah. as soon as you bring it into work, oh, it's a killer. you're going to have problems. Yeah, yeah. And I also think as soon as you bring it, if you do have those types of problems in work, I think it's going to be especially compounded because he works in HR. Yeah, and if you're if you're taking this further, or well, you probably already have, but if you haven't, you know, be clear. Just be clear with him, and that we just keep this out of work. He'll probably feel the same. Yeah, totally. Especially if he's only started a new job, and he's a manager. He's yeah. he's not going to want that muddy in the water. Yeah, it's the last thing he's going to want. If it becomes serious, even then, you still have to keep work out of work. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't. You can't and, and like, if it becomes a relationship, the chances are one of you will have to leave. Yeah, because well, no, otherwise it's weird. No, it's not. My my husband and I play together all the time. We work together all the time, but w- you know, we're I just very want clear. To fire him. <laughs> 
No, he's like, I don't have to pay him. It's great. Why would I fire him? But I don't think you'd have to leave if it becomes a proper relationship. Well, yeah. As long as you're not in the same space. I think I think you get old very fast. I think what you should do is have the chat with him. Okay. And it's not a chat, are we going out or are we serious or what are we doing? But I definitely think you should have a chat of like, let's keep this out of the office. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a valid, that's even, that's not like, are we getting serious? That is not the conversation. The conversation is, if we're going to explore this, if we're going to enjoy this, let's just keep it all outside. And, the and other, I think you'll both benefit from it. You totally will. And the, do you know what the other side of it is? There isn't a world where you'll be able to say, oh, I'm not going to pursue this because we both work in the same place. Oh, yeah. That's, that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that's yeah. not going to happen. No. And what's going to happen is you're just going to keep, yeah. like, you know, at work dues. I know. You'll be found behind the photocopier. But then, you know, when you have that little free song with someone and you never resolve it, there's a li- you never lose it. Do you know what? I thought that was true. But it's not? No. Oh. I definitely think if you don't pursue this now. Yeah. At It'll just moment. be one of those things that hang around. Yeah. You know, then, and you'll you'll see him at Christmas parties and you'll, you know, <laughs> you know, you'll have three gin and tonics and be like, oh, just dance over this way. And then it doesn't happen. And then it kind of ruins your Christmas party. I think you're better off, pursue this, see where it goes. If it doesn't go anywhere, it's wow. done. Garode went down a whole other, you know, romance no, novel there. you know what I mean? Like, every single work do, every barbecue, every like, you know, what, what could have been? Bring your dog to work day, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> you're you're going to be like, oh, there he is. And we never really got this resolved. And, yeah, you know. It's, uh, yes, it needs to be resolved one way or another. But uh, yeah. seriously, seriously, if you've been flirty and you're enjoying the flirtations and all that, just be sure you keep it out of work. Yeah, keep it out of work. And also, don't screw him over either. That's one thing that you yeah. should. Like, because if, if it's, the other way, like whatever about having like a nasty breakup or, or or a breakup or a or not even a breakup, just a yeah, this was fun. It didn't really work out. Yeah, <laughs> like don't make it messy. No, no, be clear because uh, you're gonna end up stuck in a lift with that guy. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what? Every time I'd rail with somebody in work, you ended up in a lift with them. The next day you'd be coming in and they'd be in the lift and you're in the lift and you're like, oh, how are you? How's it going? And they have cameras and lifts. I just want to be clear about that. <laughs> Don't do anything in a lift. <laughs> Don't do anything in a lift. Don't be ridiculous. <clears throat> um, no, I like I. I have high hopes. I have high hopes, and I want to hear about it. And also, do you know what I like about him is Don't he sent this to everybody, so he's he's a doer. He gets things resolved. Loving that. So we want to know, but actually, I want you to send it just to me next time. Yeah, we want uh, and send us some filthy details. Like, tell us everything. We want no, to send, the, send it to her. Send, send the filthy details to Garode. Yeah. I want the result. I, I, I want to know what happens. I want to know. I want to know. Do I need to buy a fascinator? <laughs> like one of those roundy disc things yeah. with like with some like a peacock feather coming off the top architectural shite off it yeah. I've never I, for the for the record for my children if you ever listen to this I will not be that mother of the groom <laughs> there'll be no fascinators going on my head right? we know exactly what that means no it's not happening okay um, okay yeah hope so we helped you darling we hope you helped you the, the takeaways pursue See where it goes. Be transparent. Be transparent. You're keeping it out of work. And then you're emailing me. Yeah. <laughs> All the girls. And listen. We're 100% behind don't you. Don't for one minute think that you're bothering us with these No, details. no, we love it. No. Uh, like the more it goes, just keep going. We're, we're interested. We have another problem. 
Dear Navin Grode, I absolutely love the podcast. Every Monday it brightens up my morning on the way to work and I arrive with a smile on my face. In fact, only last week someone who sits near me in the office made a joke about how I must have been away on a dirty weekend <laughs> because I had such a big grin <laughs> on my face. What is going on in offices? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you know what this is? This is a nation that has spent the past two years working in their underpants at home. I know. Like, <laughs> Jesus, a bit of decorum, please. I feel it's a lot more intent than that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that. That seems to me like, what, what do they call that? Where they, try, you know, they're trans, not transference, was it? Where they try and, you know, reflect their desires upon you. <laughs> Sexual harassment <laughs> yeah. is the word you're stumbling around for, me. I know, I can't remember the actual technical term. Anyway, I've been married for six years and last year we had our second baby. Life is very good. I am a, from a big family and I was the first to get married. For the past six years, my husband and I and our kids have gone to my parents for Christmas. Oh, I know where this is going. At first, we were continuing the tradition. Then it was a habit. And then it was our baby's first Christmas. Now I get this. This year, I want to have Christmas at home. I never wanted it properly. And this year I do. But I am going to be the first person to break tradition. And it's going to be hard. And I know it's going to upset my parents. I know this is all fine and I should be able to just say it and have the Christmas that I want to have with my family. We will call to see them for sure, which will be hard, but I want to have a relaxing day with my husband and our kids. We don't live too far away and it'd be great if I could call or sorry, if they could call to me. But I know this is asking a lot. I have to psych myself up for the call and I'm going to do it. But I feel like I need your help to push me to do it. Thanks for all you do, Aoife. Now, I hope this is not my sister, but anyway. <laughs> do you know what I hope it is? What is it? I hope it is because I hope it is Aoife. Because what? I hope this is her way of I'm like pushing me. the conversation forward. <laughs> I'm not her mother, though. <laughs> Go on, anyway. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. That's the family secret. Okay, that's Go always, on. <laughs> let's yeah, move right. on. Yeah, yeah. Let's accept that then. Okay. Let's, that's how we're playing it. <laughs> um, where do you stand on this road? I know where I, like, you know where I stand on this. It's, come on. Yeah. I'll tell you why you are you have a family tradition, right? You're from a big family and you're the eldest. And everybody goes to your parents' house on Christmas Day. The reason that everyone goes to your parents' house on Christmas Day is because you are from a big family. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens. It's easier for people to come to you than to ferry you and your brothers and sisters around when you were all kids. And that's how the tradition started. And that's how traditions get made. Like, at some point your parents stopped going to their parents for Christmas because they have the six a year. How many did she say she has? Did she say? Yeah, she says she's from a big family. She just says big family. Oh, big family. Okay. Yeah. So your parents broke tradition. Yeah. And, and made a new tradition. So now this is you. Now it's your turn. It is. And at some point, Someone your has... parents had to choose you guys over their own parents because they were like it's not fair to be dragging these kids around on Christmas Day mm -hmm. so now it's your turn to do that and do you know what I'm going to say to you right and this is the problem with traditions and this is the problem with Christmas <laughs> and, and I'm on my soapbox now it annoys me right <laughs> everybody is afraid that somebody's going to die that's what the problem is <laughs> it is that's what the problem is with Christmas and this could be Everyone's our last afraid. Christmas this is, together could be our granny's last Christmas and he didn't visit her <laughs> Like, that's what the problem is. Nobody's going to die. Yeah. And if they do, 
if they do, God forbid, if they do, how do you know they didn't want their last Christmas to be? I wish I could have had one Christmas to myself. <laughs> so everyone needs to just stop putting their themselves their under this sort of pressure. Chill their beans. Right? So there you go. Nobody's going to die. Start your own tradition. Now, Grode, you've had your say. Happy say. You've had your say. Go, Cap. I was the first person to meet or to miss Christmas in my family. <gasps> That's why you were shunned. <laughs> I know. There was two older than me. The first, it's funny actually because there's two older than me, right? And the eldest had her kids younger, you know, much younger in her 20s when the rest of us waited until we were well in our 30s, right? But, so my two older sisters, the eldest came with her kids. That never broke tradition. And then I met my husband-to-be and we lived up the north. And so first year we had our Christmas with my family. But we agreed from the get-go that we were going to alternate. Okay. Christmas Day was in Dublin and then Stevens' Day or Boxing Day was up the north. Okay. And then the next year we flipped it and the next year I was pregnant anyway so that kind of worked out. Okay. So, but then we did that for a couple of years and then you get to a point and I totally understand where you are with this Aoife. Especially when your kids get up a little bit they get browned off going to other places. They want to stay in their house where Santa came. Yeah. They want to Play stay with, the with their Santy toys. They want to stay in their, if they want to eat a selection box in the morning and be completely high on sugar all day, you want to be able to let them have that freedom. Right? Yeah. And that's your business. You know, this. Yeah, you work totally. hard for it. The thing is, Grote is completely right. Everybody starts their traditions. Jesus, that's a red letter. Day. I <laughs> know, he's completely right. Everybody has to start their tradition. And what happened was, we pleased everybody for ages to the point that we weren't having a Christmas because yeah. we were running around trying to keep everybody happy and we were exhausted and we were the ones running the roads gigging anyway. And on yeah. top of that, then we had this small child who everybody wanted to have a go of, which is wonderful. But we just basically went, that's it. Anybody who wants can come to mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, my kids are going to have a Christmas. Yeah. And do you know what the other thing is, right? I know you think this is going to be a hard conversation to have. It's not. I would say that if you talk to your mother and just go, look, you know yourself, you did it with your kids. We have to, I have to start something at home now. And I'd lo- and, and also, your parents would probably be only too delighted to come around to your house and see, you know, their kids excited about Santi yeah. and all of that stuff. Let them come and see you in the morning. They don't have to have, they can have all the rest of them over to theirs. Yeah. Let them come over and see your kids get Santi. Because you're doing this, don't, put an open door policy on your house on Christmas Day either. No. Because what you could find if you're from a big family is that you go, oh, come over, everyone's come over to me. And, you know, you could find that you've got visitors all day long and all of a sudden you don't. But say, I I would say, well, you know, from the morning until like two o'clock. and We have an open house. Yeah. Yeah, we we used to. Anyone wants to come, come. When we were young, we went to other houses and did stuff. Yeah. But we had our Christmas in our house. It's a little easier now because what you'll probably find, Aoife, in maybe... 10, 15 years when your kids are teenagers, they might prefer to go out and be with their mates and, you know, be among the group. Maybe you'll be ready to go and visit people in a few years time. But when they're small, you want them, you want your day to be less stressful. You, yeah. Because the lean up to Christmas is mad with kids because they're up to high dough. They should be yeah. free to just enjoy the day and be stroppy as bejesus and for you not to care. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, and they're probably not trying to keep them in line. Yeah, when you yeah, go into yeah, somebody else's house, it's, you know, as much as you love them and they love you, there's an expectation. So it's, you know, it's all that. So yeah. go and have your own and have a wonderful time. Yeah, you will. And you know what? Fair play to you for getting this out of the way early. Yeah. And th- this is a lesson to all of us. This is the time. Christmas is coming. <laughs> It is. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. What are you going I am to? going 
to get all my Christmas shopping done by the end of November. <gasps> now, when I say Christmas shopping, I'm going to have all the envelopes with kids from, with money from my nephews <laughs> and nieces. And I'm going to click on Amazon. <laughs> that's it? And get everything that needs to be bought, right. delivered. Okay. And then, because w- what we always do is we, we have our Christmas on Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I, and I'm usually buying presents and wrapping. Yeah. And going, oh my God, I forgot I have an extra nephew. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You're in the garage like, yeah. you have an air freshener. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, to be fair, Apple Green do a good range of things with your name on it. No. <laughs> Looks like you made an effort. <laughs> I know, yeah. God, whenever I hear of a child being called like a bland name, I'm like, thank God. Eva, yeah. In January, we want a photograph of your Christmas day. Yes. You all around the Christmas table. We want it. Let's know how it goes. And yeah. come here, listen, if you get any sort of lip, Send them on to us. <laughs> Call us. We'll step in. We're totally Particularly here. if you're... Actually, we should offer that for people that subscribe on Headstuff Plus. Okay, what if is If you're that? a subscriber, we'll, we'll actually get actively involved in your yeah, problem. okay. We'll make the difficult phone calls for you. No, listen. But it's not cheap. But I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say one thing. Do not make this a phone call. Go speak to your mum. Yeah. And do you know what? And I'll tell you what to lead with. Lead with the... Now, you know yourself. Uh, no, you know yourself. Does she have to like, do that as thing a mother, with her hand? As a mother, yeah. With the hand? You know yourself. Yeah, you know yourself. Yeah. Yeah. As okay. a mother. As, as, a, as a mother, you speaking know. Speaking mother to mother. Totally. You know, you at some to... point, you had to put us first and weren't you absolutely fabulous for doing it? I know. And now this is where my I time. have to do it. It's my and I'm time. sure you must be proud of me, your daughter. Yeah. Being a good mother and learning from the brilliant example that you set And up. I'll give you half an hour on the day you come over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. half an hour on the half day. Half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> And none of your lip. <laughs> listen, best of luck, Eva. And listen, I've really enjoyed those two problems today. Yeah, they've been great. Yeah. It's been so nice to talk to you. You too. Um, if you have a problem, send us through to agonyrants.gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We oh, love we your comments, your criticisms, and your ideas. <laughs> we want every single one of them. And we'll chat to you next week. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at Headstuff